everyone, this is Dave Carney from Treeline Elementary School, and this is the Supersize Phys Ed Podcast for Large Group PE. Today I'd like to talk to you about an ed camp. An ed camp is where students sign up to be teachers, uh, presenters, if you will, or um, the students could also be just learners. And we had an incredible two days of ed camp uh, about a month ago, and I want to share with you what was going on and how we ran it. And um, we're looking forward to another ed camp near the end of the year. So without further ado, let's get going. We have a huge group that comes out to us, anywhere between 100 and 120 fourth and fifth graders. So I got an idea from the PE Institute last summer in North Carolina. Um, the Phys Edagogy team ran an ed camp. I had never heard of it before. And the way it goes is that people can sign up to be teachers to present an idea, something they like, something they're good at, or something they're just interested in. And learners can sign up to go to their sessions. And after they narrow down the most popular ones, these sessions are created, and the learners can go and check out anything they'd like. And the, the idea, which I really liked, was you vote with your feet. So if you wanted to stick at a session, um, for example, I did a spike ball session. If you want to stay there for the duration, you're welcome to do that. Or, or if you would like to move on to something else, that is perfectly fine as well. So I had the idea to do that with students instead of just teachers. So when they came, we came back this year, this school year, I presented my idea to my PE team, which is three other coaches, and they thought I was crazy. And um, but it, it worked out really well, and I'd like to teach you or or tell you about how you can run your own successful ed camp. And with me today is one of my paras, one of my coaches, Evie Barrett, Coach B. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me here t- today, Dave. And um, this really was an interesting experience for all of us. It was a very large undertaking, but I think it was something that was really beneficial to all of our students that took part in this event. And I really believe that anyone listening to to this podcast will be able to apply what we did to their group and have a successful ed camp. Yeah, absolutely. And so Coach B did a lot of things behind the scenes. So, you know, as I was presenting to the students, and it, it took a while to, to get traction with the students, um, we, I talked about it with them, and I, I think a lot of students were either nervous about it or they didn't think they could really have anything to present or, you know, they just were a little shy about it basically. And it took a while to get enough people to sign up to be the, the teachers, the presenters. And, but I think after a while it gained a little momentum and we got enough. So how did, how did you have them sign up? Well, I think it's really important also to point out that when we began this endeavor, we did not have a date, a specific date in mind as to when we would host this event. We simply put it out there to the students to see if they would take the bait, if they would bite, and then we allowed them time to really grasp what we were saying and digest the idea and decide if it was for them. Over the course of about two weeks, they were allowed to come and see me at any point during their PE time to let me know that they were interested in being presenters. At that time, I brought them into the PE office where we have a mobile lab set up with about six laptop computers that were all logged into a Google form. 
that Google Form had on it a spot for them to obviously list their name and their teacher and grade level, but also to list specifically what it was that they wanted to teach their classmates. At first, we saw a few things that were um, kind of what we expected, things like football and soccer. But then as the momentum was built up and the enthusiasm spread, we started getting things like martial arts, juggling, capture the flag rules, um, skateboarding, uh, hula hooping, gymnastics, uh, just to name a few. And it was really exciting to see the enthusiasm of the students as they just simply signed up for the presenting day through the Google form. Right. And one of the things we, we decided was they couldn't just sign up for gymnastics or they couldn't just sign up for football. They had to have a plan. They had to have an idea of where it was going to go. And they had to have a, a, a semi, you know, just an idea of their presentation and how it would look even just for a five minute to 10 minute presentation. So can you go about how they they had to be specific about what they did? Absolutely. One of the things that our school does that's unique is we are a thinking maps based school. Um, and that's something that maybe we can can talk about at another day to, to dive in a little bit more into what a thinking map is and how that can be applied to PE. Um, because that's definitely something we've done this year. But we sat down all the students that signed up to be presenters and we told them that just like teachers have to have a lesson plan, they had to have a plan. And they were not going to just simply wing it. So I told the students that they had about three days to come up with a lesson plan. They could do it in the form of a thinking map or a paragraph or just simply list things that were important that they wanted to touch on during their time. But we had to have something concrete so that we had a certain level of um, liability that they held. There, There was going to be a standard and they had to maintain that standard, but I thought it was interesting to allow them to create their own set of standards. Right, and then when we started to schedule it, we decided to do two days because we have uh, fifth grade, we have five classes come out at a time and fourth grade, four classes, but we knew that some classes would be in art or music both days. And we also make sure that the kids who wanted to be presenters got a chance to present. Um, I know it's a lot of work for you. Um, and also looking at, we didn't want to have too many gymnastics on one day or too many soccers on one day. So um, how did you decide you know, what goes what day or how'd you go about that process? Well, the the first thing that had to be done after everyone was done signing up and we cut off that was to print out an Excel spreadsheet that listed the students' names by grade. Um, I filtered them by class and then by the topic that they wanted to sign up for. I was able to look at our school schedule, um, the rotations for specials, and decide which classes would be at PE which day so that I knew who could sign, or I'm sorry, who could present on which day. And so we did a division of days and we tried to keep it as equal as possible, but it was a little difficult just simply because we did not have an even number of students sign up and an even number of stations. But we ended up with, I believe it was 11 stations for 
uh, fifth grade the first day and eight stations for fourth grade. And then simply based off of the homeroom teachers that had more students sign up, the second day we had, I believe, 13 stations for fifth grade and fourth grade had about 12. Um, so it really, it, it was diverse in the numbers, but not something crazy. We also took into account, like Dave said, the stations that the students wanted to present on. We didn't want six soccer stations in one day for one grade level. Even though they were doing different things, we still wanted it to be um, a wide spectrum of things going on. And so that did take a little bit of effort, but it's not something that's unbearable. You just have to sit down and devote yourself to doing that. And we invited our administration to come out, as well as the other teachers. And I think that it was something that was really successful, even though it did take some time. Yeah, I think that was the best part. I mean, we had our principal, uh, Mrs. Thornton, come out, and she was doing juggling. She actually learned some new juggling uh, tricks or uh, different techniques. And that was actually one of our best, I think, stations, by the way, was juggling. Um, I mean, I think all the kids did such a great job. And it, it got such momentum that more students said, oh, when can we do it again? And, you know, I want to sign up next time. And I just think it was so amazing watching the students learn from each other. And we got to sit back and learn. Um, I mean, I went to a couple places and, and learned some new things or just take some pictures. And actually, I went around podcasting, like getting students to weigh in on you know, what was going on and what they learned. And I just thought it was an amazing time. Um, I don't know what you thought about that. I thought it was really a blessing to us to watch students truly teaching students. We saw them respect one another. We saw the presenters being safe and respectful to the students that were learning. We also saw them um, taking responsibility and um, taking ownership in something. And for some of the students that were presenting, that was a characteristic that we all believed that they possessed, but we never really saw get put into action until that moment because that was their time to shine. It was their hobby. It was their skill that they were proud of. And I think that it boosted the confidence of some of the, the students as well. Yeah, I thought it was, the best part was, was what you just mentioned and also the students that came up and said, hey, I never – knew how to do a cartwheel before and I just learned it today. Or I never knew how to hula before or juggle. And, you know, they learned something brand new from another student or students. And I just thought that was amazing. And I think we learned a lot also from day one. We Because we did make a couple changes for day two. Can you describe what we did um, just based on what we learned from day one? Yeah, for sure. We definitely realized some areas to improve. Um, we we realized that we needed to give kind of a mandatory time limit, meaning if they arrived at a soccer station, they couldn't stay there for 35 seconds and then move on to the next. One, because that is slightly inconsiderate to the presenter, and two, because that's not enough time to truly grasp what is taking place at that station, so it wasn't fair for them to assume that they would get nothing out of it. So we did propose a mandatory time limit, and um, we also opened the door to students to contribute to each station, meaning 
if I show up at a soccer station and I have soccer skills and I can add some tips or tricks to the technique that you're focusing on, that was allowed. We opened the communication for collaboration, which I think is really, really important because a lot of our students didn't realize how much each other had to contribute and um, it was really nice to see the teamwork and the um, cooperation that took place. Right, and I, I did like how the students did add to the conversation. And we, we mentioned a couple other things. One was that, uh, I guess to add to what Coach B said, um, we made sure that they couldn't take over the station, though. Like, if, if Coach B was presenting on gymnastics, a certain skill, someone could come in and help, but they couldn't just take over the whole station or soccer or something like that. Because we did notice that, that might have been happening on day one a little bit. But a, a true ed camp does allow for... Um, the, the learners to jump in and, and help out and, and add to the conversation. So we want to make sure that was it was true to the uh, the real ed camp form. Um, along with the rotations, they they had a mandatory. Not only did they have to stay there longer than you know half a minute, we did blow the whistle and and tell them that they did have to rotate after about ten minutes. So we had two sessions because we want to make sure they didn't just hang out. You know, we have a lot of athletes that play certain sports. We want to make sure they didn't just say say they're going to stay at soccer for the whole time and, you know, not really learn something new or football or whatever it was. We want them to do their football, have fun, and then make sure they went to gymnastics or, you know, hula hooping or skateboarding, something new. Uh, that was kind of the goal that, that I had in mind. And I think it went even better on day two. Did you, you agree with that? Yeah. I absolutely agree. I think day two was a success. I also think day one was also a success, right. but in a different way. Day one was a good learning opportunity, not only for the students that were at the stations, but it was definitely a learning opportunity for the four of us as coaches. And I was extremely impressed with the students as they presented and as they learned. At no point did we hear any arguments or fights over anything. Uh, No one lost their temper if they weren't given an opportunity to practice something or be the special volunteer. Um, We had some students that brought in their own personal equipment from home, and that was something that I think is important to note. Um, For example, on day two, we had a fourth grade student that did um, skateboarding. And I told him that he was welcome to do so. However, the skateboard had to be brought directly to the PE office when he arrived on campus that morning. He also had to have his safety gear. Um, We sent a note home because his parents wanted to know for sure that this was a legitimate school assignment and not just a fourth grade student trying to show off for his friends. And we also had another student that did martial arts. And he brought in a uh, weapon of some sort. Uh, let me clarify. It was a bow staff. Uh, and it wasn't like knives or something like that. So, yes, it was a bow staff. But it definitely is a weapon. And he did a very nice job presenting. And he showed basic uh, blocks and strikes. And I think the students did really well with that. But even within that, he focused on the safety aspect of it, which I was very impressed with. Um, We told all of the students that if they brought something from home, that it was not going to be played with at recess, 
and that it was strictly for the purpose of ed camp but they all seemed eager to follow that direction and it was not an issue whatsoever i was i was very thankful that we didn't have any injuries or complications with stuff brought in from home yeah exactly well i know coach bs get going so i'm gonna let her go and i thank you for uh helping us out on the podcast no problem thank you so much (laughs) and i'm sure i'll be back again sometime soon definitely thank you very much and i do have students uh that weighed in on the ed camp so i will allow them to uh to add to this conversation so without further ado here they are all right here i have maya i've known maya for a few years now right yeah you and your brother yeah i know it's been a, it was my fifth year here so you've been you were in oh my goodness you were in kindergarten when i met you so and then your brother uh was in well, I guess first grade, and I was in middle school, and I know they both they both play hockey, and they're both really, really into it, so um, she's actually presenting on hockey today, so how's it going so far? It's actually really good. Yeah, what, what are they learning right now? They learn, we're trying to see, like, how good they can shoot and partnering. Nice. Do you enjoy presenting, or do you want to learn a little bit today? Um, I want to do both. Good. I know you told me. What, what do you want to learn today? Um, I want to learn some more tricks that Wiley has been doing like what like he's been like doing this oh okay hockey tricks i remember you telling me you want to do gymnastics day too right yeah okay well have fun i think you're doing a great job thank you all right with me i have four of the girls that were involved in the ed camp so the first one i have here is ari ari how are you today good good can you describe what you did at the ed camp practicing how to um, go around defenders through cones and then shooting at the end with the net. And we also were practicing our passes, like how to do it correctly instead of the pointer toe and doing it on the sides. Right. What sport are you talking about? Soccer. Okay, and soccer. So, and how long have you been playing soccer for? For four years now. Yeah, so you did a great job presenting. Did you find that you like to be a presenter or do you like to... um, did you like to learn as well, or do you like to I present? like presenting. Like presenting? Good. Did you, um, did you go, do you have both days of ed camp, or you just have one day of ed camp? One day. So you presented the whole time, basically. Okay, would you do it again, or what would you do next time if we did an ed camp? Um, I think I'd do it again, but maybe something a little different. Okay, like what? Like, um, doing some moves around the person, like stepping on one side and then going on the other. Awesome. Okay, well, thanks, Ari. I appreciate it. You're welcome. All right, Michaela, come on in. So, Michaela, what did you do do during ed camp? Well, I was teaching basketball, and we were just working on dribbling, shooting, passing. We were just trying to get in the basics. Awesome. Okay. How, how did the students do? They were doing okay. They needed a little more practice. A little more practice? Okay. Well, that's what ed camp's all about, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, what else do you want to add to that? Did you like presenting, or do you want to learn next time, or what would I you like to do? I think I would like to learn, because I want to learn something new. Okay. Is there a certain thing you saw that you'd want to join up with I next think I want to learn how to juggle. Juggle. Yeah, that was a cool station. I need to get Christopher in on that. Um, so, uh, all right. Thank you, Michaela. All right, Landon. Landon is my horseback rider along with her sister. Unfortunately, we couldn't bring horses to the ed camp. So, Landon, you learned, correctly, uh, correct? Yes. What did you learn? I learned how to juggle, and I um, went to Michaela's station, and I learned, like, passing and shooting basketball. Nice. Did you um, you think you improved your skills a little bit that day or those days? Yeah, because I really didn't even know very much about basketball, but now I know more about it. 
Very good. It okay. Cool. It was nice. I liked it. What would you do next time, you think? I think I would learn maybe, like, something else. Maybe soccer, like, some more. But... Okay. So you just want to expand and go to different yeah. things. Okay. Well, thank you for your, for your time. I appreciate that. You're welcome. My final one today is Sarah. Come on over, Sarah. All right. I, I really want to hear from Sarah because she learned how to do something just totally new that day, right? What did you learn? I learned how to cartwheel. You learned how to cartwheel. And you never did that before? So basically, one day students taught you. Who taught you? Do you remember? Um, no. Oh, that's okay. Well, but that you learned something brand new that day, right? Yes. Yeah. Are you you pretty good at it now? Sort of. You do okay. <laughs> You've been practicing at home and all, or outside, at PE. Yes. Good. Well, we really, really appreciate it. What do you want to learn next time? I want to learn how to juggle. Ah, yeah. We gotta add more to that juggling. I love it. Okay. Well, thanks, Sarah. I appreciate it. You're welcome. All right. I am here with Lucas and the rest of the skateboarding gang. I was really excited about this. So how's it going so far? I'm gonna to talk to you as you're helping people. Um, it's go ahead. going good. All right, um, you, go ahead. I'm teaching these people how to ride a skateboard and you need a lot of gear to do it. Yeah, so he's, uh, go ahead, you keep going. Um, so what he's doing right now is he's, he's helping put equipment on and uh, it's, it's going really well though. <laughs> um, I love your helmet, by the way. Thanks. Little mohawk thing there. And um, I, I just, I'm really excited about having, having skateboarding here. I think it's so cool. You guys enjoying your day, though? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What else have you been doing today besides skateboarding? Um, uh, I've been to Taekwondo. Hockey, basketball, what do you mean? I did Taekwondo and soccer. Nice. I, I did Taekwondo, gymnastics, and skateboarding. That's so cool. Okay, so, sorry, it is almost time to go. So I'll, you might be the last contestant today. <laughs> or performer student today but um you guys did a great job i'm so sorry i know you know we're gonna do this again in the at the end of the school year so maybe lucas come back and do the same thing can i keep the hairnet <laughs> you can keep the hairnet so that brings us to the end of our podcast thanks again for everybody tuning in and thanks to our guest hope to see you next time